Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. So we are now on day number two of our five-day Build Your Online Fitness and Nutrition Biz Challenge. So yesterday, if you guys missed it, if you're just jumping on today, make sure you go back and watch yesterday. It's in the Facebook group. If you click on videos, uh, Amanda takes you through all about finding your niche, which is the very first step. So if you have not done that yet, do not do the work that is in this one because everything's going to be building on the thing before that. Okay. So today we've got a lot of fun stuff we're talking about. We are going to be discussing... Today, we're going to figure out your online topic. So this is, I know a lot of you, this is where it starts to get really exciting. We understand our niche. We understand, you know, kind of the group that we want to go into. But now it's like, what the heck could I teach them? What am I going to be teaching in my online course? So we're going to be figuring that out today with number one, what we call the 4P criteria, and number two, the uncovering your topic roadmap. So make sure you've got that, uh, the worksheet, because it essentially is going to walk you through, and you can fill it all out as you go. So the first thing is, what is the 4P criteria? Now, it's very easy to just, you know, think, okay, I teach fitness, I want to run a weight loss challenge, or I, I see someone else running a seven-day detox, so that's what I'm going to do. But we have to start to get really clear, and again, that's what these five days are about. It's about clarity and confidence. So as you launch not only your online program, but your online business, it's going to be consistent throughout your marketing, throughout everything that you offer, and everything you talk about. It's also going to make it so much easier for you to create your program because it's going to be something that you love, it's going to be something that's going to generate income, and it's going to make sense to the bigger picture for your business, okay? So when we're looking at the 4P criteria for selecting a program topic that actually is going to sell and get people dying to join, um, is that we look at it from four angles, okay? So the first thing is it has to pump you up, okay? We, life is short. Your business is something that you love to do and you spend more, almost more time in your business than you do with your friends and your family. It's got to be something that really excites you. It's got to be something that you absolutely love talking about. It fills your life up mentally and physically with awesome energy and it, you feel like you're really bringing value to the world with it. So if as we're going through this, this is the criteria we're going to uh, match our program topic selection against. If it doesn't pump you up, don't do it. Okay. Secondly, it solves a problem. So when we are creating our pro picking our program topic and creating our online program, it has to actually solve a problem for your customer that they're struggling with. And it has to create transformation in their lives. Now we're going to be talking about transformation more tomorrow, but this is something that, you know, you're creating something that's going to take them from A to B. It's going to take them from struggling, let's say with weight to losing weight. It's going to take them from dealing with hormonal imbalance to solving hormonal imbalance. So we can't just create a program. And I see this a lot with, you know, with different fitness professionals is that they just tend to think, okay, I'm going to teach fitness or I'm going to teach nutrition or I'm going to teach weight loss because it's very generalized. So you've got to make sure you're thinking about it from the perspective of does this topic solve a problem? Okay. The third thing is that it has to be selling to a group that has purchasing power. So this is where RPs are. It pumps you up, problem solving, purchasing power. If you do not have people buying your program, it's not a business guys. It's a hobby. Okay. The, we've got to make sure that this is something that people are going to buy. And also does the group that you're going to sell to, do they actually have the income to purchase your program? Um, and does your, this topic currently have on, an online program that people actually buy already? So what you want to make sure, and I'm going to be going through some examples with you guys so we can see this actually in action. But you know, when you think about it, when, if you're selling something to children, do they have the purchasing program to buy your program? If you're going to be selling something to, let's say, um, it's for unemployed women, are they necessarily going to have the funds to be able to purchase your program? So we have to make sure we're thinking about this, not just the topic that pumps us up, not just the problem we're solving, but is this going to be something that people actually have the purchasing power to buy? And 
are there other, are there other topics online already that people are purchasing? So Amanda talked yesterday about the saturated market and about the idea. We have this idea that when there's lots of competition, we think, Oh, we shouldn't go in there, but it's actually the opposite. When there's a lot of people buying, it shows there's demand for what it is that you're thinking about doing. It's just about the approach, right? So number three is purchasing power. And then number four is this part of your purpose. So does this program make sense to the bigger picture goal for you and for your business? So for example, with Fit Chicks Academy, we focus on online certifications for women in fitness, nutrition, um, wellness, and business. Okay. So for our purpose is to help women create not only a life and health they love, but a career they love too. Now, Amanda and I, we're not going to suddenly create programs that are just for detoxing let's say, because for our purpose, our bigger purpose and what we want to do with our business and with our, with our lives and our life's mission is to help women get unstuck, to help you create the life, health and career you love. So even though it is in line with things we talk about, it's not really going to push us forward to our purpose. So those are our four P's. I want you guys, it's on the worksheet. So make sure that you note these because this is going to be the criteria that we're going to go against. And we're going to look at a case study too. So we didn't see this all in action. So it's going to make more sense. Okay, so we've got our worksheet. Now, when it comes to your topic, there's kind of three different levels. Uh, sorry, when it comes to your online program, there's three different levels, three different steps we go through. Now, the first is selecting your topic. So this is what you are going to teach in your online program. This is not the transformation, okay? The transformation, we're going to talk about that tomorrow, is the positive result that your clients are going to gain from taking your program and how it's going to change their life for the better. And then your program offer is the vehicle that you're going to create to get them to that transformation. Okay. So right now we're just thinking about what can we teach? What can we teach? And this is where many of you guys get stuck because you don't know how to uncover your own expertise. You don't know how to uncover all these amazing things that you can talk about. So there's lots of topics you can create in an online program. So how do we choose one that's actually in line with the four P's? That's actually in line with uh, something that pumps you up, your, solves a problem. People are actually going to buy it with purchasing power. And then it's part of your bigger purpose. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through this exercise called the Uncovering Your Program Topic Roadmap. Okay, so this is something I do with all of my clients um, and all of our students because you've got to dig deep to see all, see what will make the most sense and where you're going to be able to have the most opportunity to be able to sell this right out of the gates. Okay. So again, losing the mentality of like, well, I work in fitness. I could do a workout program. No, there's so many other things you probably can offer. So by doing this exercise, you're going to start to peel back the layers of the onion and get to the center of what it is that you can really maximize on and where your expertise is. Okay, so to, uh, to uncover your program topic, we're going to be going through each of these questions. What could I teach? Where have I gotten results in the past? Who could I teach? What results have I gotten for clients or from my work in the past? Why does this topic make sense to create a, a program out of? So let's go through each of these in a little bit more detail. Okay, so the step number one is what could I teach? So this is our roadmap. Now, what I want you to do is list all of the topics below that you could teach an online course or program on based on your expertise and or your certifications. So being in fitness, nutrition, health, wellness, we tend to have a lot of different certifications and a lot of different expertise. Some we might even forget about. So this is where I want you to go crazy here and list as many things as possible. So for example, let's say for me, I could teach group fitness programs. I could teach about weight loss. I could teach about muscle building. I could teach about healthy cooking. Um, I could teach about intermittent fasting, pre and or postnatal fitness. I could teach about yoga. I could teach about mindset shifting. I could teach about how to build a healthier relationship with food. These are just to name a few guys. When I literally did this exercise, I probably had three pages full of things I could potentially teach on. So start to think outside of the box of not just, okay, I'm a certified fitness instructor. I'm a certified nutrition coach. I'm a certified wellness uh, or life coach. Start to think about all of the expertise that come along with that. So for example, I'm a nutritionist. I could of course coach in nutrition, 
but I also can coach in healthy cooking because I know how to transform all this nutrition information into really delicious meals because that's one of my passions and I've been doing it for so long. So start to think of it in that perspective, looking at your certifications, looking at all the things that you could teach and go wild here because in, within this, you're going to find your program topic. Okay. So first, what could I teach? Um, also the other thing I wanted to say here, sorry, before I move on is this is really great because many times we get stuck on the block that we feel like we're not an expert at anything. We feel like we need to know more. And I'm sure you are 100% an expert in something. You might not just have uncovered it yet. So once you do this exercise, it's going to really open up your eyes. So number one, what could I teach? Number two, where have I gotten results before? Now, this is something too that's going to help you uncover where you are an expert in. It's also something that's going to really help to add credibility to your program topic once you teach it. So again, go crazy here. Any results that you've gotten for clients in your work in the past, anytime you've helped family and friends, like maybe you're just starting off and you don't actually have, you know, testimonials or people you've worked with on a transformation before. So if you don't have results yet, for someone, start to ask your friends and family members where you might have helped them with your knowledge or with your motivation or with your expertise, because it's going to start to uncover to for you what you're really good at. So for example, again, for me, I could say I helped Jenny, who's age 42, lose 100 pounds through yoga and diet. Um, some of the things that I've done, I taught a green smoothie workshop um, at a lunch and learn at a top corporation like Apple. Um, I've won fitness instructor of the year. I've trained over 500 clients. So don't compare yourself though to someone who has been in the industry maybe for 20 years or who has done a lot more. Every little result is something. Every little result is something that's going to add to your credibility. And it's also, again, going to make it become clear where you really are effective in and what you can translate to your online programs. Step number three is who could I teach? So this is where you're going to list every demographic and circumstance you could teach based on your expertise or your certifications. So if you are clear on your niche, if you did the work that Amanda talked about yesterday, if you haven't, please go back and do it. Think about who in that niche are you really targeting? So let's say that you're focus, focusing on um, menopause, postmenopausal women ages 50 plus. Okay. So start to really think about that clarity of who it is that you could teach. So again, I could teach a lot of different women. I could teach women who are ages 45 plus going through menopause. I could also help women who are post-menopause manage their weight um, through hormonal balance. I can help moms who are six months postpartum looking to get back into uh, exercise and that post-baby weight. I can also train men if I wanted to. I mean, I'm, that's not part of my bigger purpose, but I could tra tra uh, train men ages 30 to 40 who want to compete in bodybuilding competitions. So as you can see too, there's a lot of different things here that I could teach, but this is where we want to make sure you're brain dumping. Don't overthink it. Just put every single person or every single demographic and circumstance that you could teach. Okay, where have I been seen? So this also is really great to start to build up your credibility and it's going to start to bring into your awareness um, where, how you can start to showcase how credible you are as that expert. So where have you been seen personally or professionally? Now, have you contributed to blogs or social media? So have all those links. Um, social media profiles. Where, where are your social media profiles? Do, do you have a Facebook page? Do you have a website? Do you have a lead magnet? Um, have you been seen on TV or are you a business owner? Are you, do you have a YouTube channel or a podcast or have been featured on podcasts? Have you ever done any speaking events or warmups at, um, let's say charity events and things like that? So this is where we really want, of course, as we move forward, you're going to really want to start to build that credibility. But from this information too, we utilize this as well to start to build your bio around your program. So the more results and credibility that you have, the more likely your course will be to sell. Now, it's not saying it won't sell if you don't have credibility, but it's definitely something that we've got to focus on getting moving forward because whether it just be um, guest appearing on someone's blog, it starts to show that you're someone who's active in the industry. And especially in the online space, it builds more trust. So this will help you again, start to get that clarity as to where you've been seen because you could tie it into your online program if you've already, let's say, been featured on 
healthy cooking blogs um, or on someone's podcast talking about how to transform everyday meals into healthier meals. So things that again tie into what it is that you can teach. And then step number five, we're going to do a little bit of market research. So is this a hot topic that people are looking for a solution to? So this is where you're going to go out there. This will only take you about 10 minutes. And what you want to do is you want to find out, is this a topic that people actually are interested in and are they looking for help in? Also, is this something that has staying power or is it just a fad or a trend? So let's say, for example, right now, keto, the keto diet is a super huge trend in our market. Okay. So it's very, very popular. Whereas paleo, if it was 10 years ago, paleo was where everyone was going for. So you'll see now a lot of people who were paleo are now relaunching because the hotter topic is keto, this paleo keto approach. So we want to see where we're at, what's popular right now in the market, but also is this something that, you know, you're not just talking about, let's say you're going to take these um, coffee pills for weight loss that are suddenly a huge, super huge fad, which will probably last for six months and be gone. We want to make sure it does have some staying power. So how are we going to find out if this is a topic that people are interested in? We got to do some research. So we're going to search on Google and Google trends. If you go on Google and look for Google trends, it will pop up this website where you can type in the topics that you're thinking about. Um, and you can start to do that research and see if other people are actually looking for it too. Or if you're caught between two topics, you can search here and it will show which one has more interest. Subreddits. So um, for any of you who know the website Reddit, it's basically like a newsfeed slash forum that people can talk on. And they have what's called subreddits, which are all of these like sub, like little folders off of a main topic. So let's say the topic is weight loss. They would have subreddits on keto. They would have subreddits on paleo. They would have subreddits on detoxing. So what you can do is you can start to search and see which ones are getting the most interest and also what questions are they asking. It's so great to start to see if people are like, you know, I totally want to do a detox, but I have no idea, you know, what to do in terms of my breakfast. This could be something that you could talk about. Um, search Facebook groups. So see which ones have the biggest followings. Search on what's called BuzzSumo. So there's another website called buzzsumo.com. You can go there. You can see what are the most visited posts. So again, when you're looking for the most visited posts, it's what people are really wanting. Because guys, one of the things when it comes to picking your topic is yes, it has to be something, like I said, that pumps you up and is part of your purpose, but people have to want to buy it right? And we tend to get really into our little business world and we get really attached to our programs and our products and we think everyone's going to love this. But if no one's looking for a program for detoxing, let's say, you're not going to be able to sell it. So we've got to make sure it's something that the market really wants too. Now, the last thing, two other things to look for is finding three other people who are successful, successfully offering programs in this niche. So as Amanda said yesterday, we want to make sure there's more people in this niche um, because it shows that there's market demand. It shows that people actually want this product. So let's say if I was looking to launch a keto cleanse or a, a keto detox, let's say, I would go on and find three other people who are also launching successfully keto-based programs, okay? And also, this is really great too, bookmark them because they're going to be part of later on when we build our online program. We've got to be doing market research. And then we're going to find the top bought products for this topic. So sometimes what we think is not what is, what is actually out there. So for example, maybe if it is, again, the keto diet, people might actually for keto not be buying ketones as the number one diet product, which ketones are basically exogenous ketones that you can take and they help to speed up the process. Now they're very popular in the keto world, but maybe you go on and people are actually looking for keto recipes and they're the top bought products are maybe three different cookbooks. So this is where we want to make sure, again, don't assume things you're going to go on and do some research and see what people are actually looking for. And then step number six of the roadmap. So this is all outlined on your worksheet so you could fill it all out. Um, finding your why. So why do you want to be known for this topic? What makes you passionate about this? Why are you the perfect person to teach this? Do you feel this is in line with your bigger picture and the growth of the direction you want to go in with your business? But always remember that it has to go against your four Ps. 
So when we're talking here about why are you the perfect person to teach this, one of the major things too is think about your specific passion for this topic and why you are so passionate about it. So many of us become very passionate about health and wellness because we've gone through our own transformation. And this is something too, when it comes to teaching your topic, it is going to make it so much easier for you to be able to actually sell your program and relate to your clients, make more impact and make more income if you actually have walked this journey before too. So for example, if you are selling, let's say, if you're talking about weight loss, if you've gone through your own weight loss transformation and you have gone from A to B, or let's say that you are teaching postnatal weight loss or postnatal fitness, maybe you've had a baby and you struggled through this process. And by learning about this and making these changes, it transformed you. So what is it that makes you the perfect person to teach this? So like I said, for example, I could teach on detox, detoxing, but I don't because I don't detox very regularly. So it's not something that I'm super passionate about or that I even do in my own life. So if I'm trying to motivate and get other people to do it, and it's not something that's in A, in line with my bigger picture, but B is not even something that really I do, it's going to lack the the energy and the passion and all of it that's going to take to make the change. It's also going to be really hard for your customers to relate to your topic because they're like, well, who is she and why is she teaching this? Right? So this is where we're going to go through finding your why. Um, and of course, really digging deep. Like, did I go through my transformation? So as we start to fill out all of these things, now you're going to start to see, and you can highlight if you go onto the, um, onto your worksheet, it's going to say, I want you to go through and highlight your top three which is the one that goes against your four P's the most. So let's look at it in terms of a case study. So let's say for example, this is Kelly. So Kelly is a nutritionist. She's a mom. She's a yoga instructor and her niche, her niche that she teaches or her niche is adrenal fatigue for women. Okay. So that's what she's focusing on is helping women with adrenal fatigue. So when she did this worksheet going through all who I can teach, um, you know, where have I been seen all of the topics and her certifications, her passion, everything. So she's like, well, I could teach number one. I could teach 20 to 25 year old college students. I could teach them how to manage stress and avoid burnout naturally through adrenal supporting nutrition, yoga, and meditation and lifestyle habits. Okay. So she's like, okay, I could focus on college students age 20 to 25. Or topic number two, I could focus on 35 to 45 year old working moms who um, want to manage stress and avoid burnout naturally through adrenal supporting nutrition, yoga and meditation and lifestyle habits. So you could see her process would be the same. She's got two, but very two different groups here. Okay. So as she is starting to now go against her four P criteria to see which one makes more sense for her to go to move into let's look at topic number one first. Let's analyze against the four P's. Okay. So she's her first topic, 20 to 25 year old college students, teaching them how to manage stress and avoid burnout naturally through adrenal supporting nutrition, yoga, meditation, and lifestyle habits. She could build a program around that. So as she's doing her analysis, number one, does it pump her up? Well, she likes working with women, but her favorite is postnatal women. That's what she feels the most connected to. Um, so she's about a 50% excited, like she likes the idea because she loves the topic, but does she really, really pump her up? Not so much. Secondly, when she's thinking about this topic, um, does it solve a problem? So yeah, it does. Most college students, uh, sorry, yes, it does solve a problem because it's going to help college students who are known to be super burnt out, right? Like they're on the go, go, go. They're partying all night long. They're overwhelmed. They're probably super, you know, there's a lot of pressure on them at this time in their lives. So yes, it does solve a problem, except the thing is that most college students, they aren't really aware of the importance of managing stress and burnout, right? College students are used to thinking, well, I should only sleep four hours a night because I got to go between partying and getting to class in the morning. And, you know, they don't really have that self-awareness that I'm actually burning out and my health should be more of a priority because they're still young, right? And they recover quicker too. So Yes, it does solve a problem if she was to teach this topic, but most college students aren't necessarily going to be aware of the importance. So number three, do, do they have the purchasing power? So as she's doing her analysis, college students are less likely 
to have money to spend, right? They're, they're paying for college. They're paying for uh, everything on their own. They typically are living paycheck to paycheck. They're not going to have that extra money to invest in a program to help them deal with stress and burnout. And number four, is it part of her bigger picture and purpose? Mm. Even though she could teach it, no, it's not. She wants to work with women, but what really she wants to do is work with postnatal women. So this is her analysis. So then let's look at topic number two, doing the same analysis. But our topic now, she's like, well, I also could teach 35 to 45 year old working moms how to avoid stress and manage burnout naturally through adrenal supporting nutrition, lifestyle, yoga, and habits. So going through her 4P criteria again, number one, does it pump her up? Yes. She loves creating programs for women with kids because that's very similar to where she's at in her life, um, as well as women who have children and are working moms to help them balance this all out because she knows how hard of a juggle it is. So 100% excited. Number two, does this solve a problem? Yes, this does. Moms know they need energy for themselves. So unlike the college students, yes, also, you know, Moms are more aware that they need this energy for themselves and their family, and they understand the importance, if they're burnt out, how they can't function. So this would be something that's more of an aware problem for that group. Number three, does it have purchasing power? So women ages 35 to 45 tend to have more dis disposable income, right? You've been in your career for a while. You tend to have more money. So they are going to have the purchasing power to buy a program like this. And then lastly, is it part of her bigger purpose? Yes, she feels her impact is the highest when she pays it forward. So as she's seeing working with moms, that this is then also trickling over into benefiting their kids when mom's not burnt out and in bed all day because she literally, her adrenals are busted, right? She's feeling like she knows she's going to be a better partner. She knows she's going to be better at work. So for Kelly, this is part of her bigger, bigger picture. So as you can see now, we went through the different things for the 4P analysis at the beginning. After you've done all your work, you could see now what makes sense, right? That she's going to pick topic number two over topic number one because it not only pumps her up, it solves a problem, it, um, they have purchasing power to buy it, and it's part of her bigger purpose. So this is where what I want you guys to know is this can be the deciding factor. If you're torn between two topics then this way it's going to make it really easy to come clear which is the one that makes the most sense to go after. And also, is it actually going to be something that can sell? So doing the work to start to uncover what that is for you, doing the roadmap, and then you can do the analysis based on if you narrow it down to one, two, three, four, five topics, do the 4P analysis on each of them and see what makes sense. Because sometimes, you know, our, what pumps us up is not what is going to solve a problem for somebody. You know, let's say you are super excited about dealing with, let's say, swollen feet. <laughs> let's say you like to work with athletes who deal with swollen feet. Um, but most people, they don't really deal with swollen feet. They just think they're swollen. It's not really an issue that people are searching for a solution for, right? So that might be your passion, but you might need to switch it and find something else. So maybe you work on strengthening the rest of the body to avoid swollen feet. But you have to see it in a way that makes sense for the four P's. Okay. So after we've done this work, so you've gone through your roadmap, you've come clear on what you can teach, what you're taught, uh, all the things that you have underneath your certifications, where you've been seen, you've done your market research only will take you about 10 minutes. And we've narrowed it down to one, two, three, four, five topics, ran our four P analysis. Now we're going to pick our topic. So what we're going to do is we're going to fill this out. It's going to be very simple. The topic I will teach slash coach on is what you're teaching in two, who I'm teaching and for the problem they're struggling with. Now we're going to dive into transformation, which is the most important piece of teaching an online program tomorrow, but we've got to have an idea of the topic we want to teach before we talk about the, the transformation. Okay. So my example here is my topic is fat loss for women ages 50 plus currently going through menopause and struggling to manage their weight during this life change. We don't need to know what my program is going to include yet. We don't need to know anything like that because this is the first step. And then we're going to figure out the transformation that we're going to provide them. And from there, we will build the program that will get them there. Okay. So with that, we are done day two. Woohoo! Do we have any questions? Miss Amanda, you're gonna have to unmute yourself. So, 
Yeah, no, I just did. Sorry, I was in another screen. Um, so there's no questions so far, just people saying awesome and hellos, but I want you guys to type in some questions here. How can we help you figure out your program topic? I'm just trying to see if there's any that pop up in the Facebook group too. So if you see me popping out of this window, that's why. And does anyone watching right now have a program topic? Do you already know what it is that you're going to be wanting to teach? Or are you just like taking this all in right now? <laughs> it's a lot of information. And it might feel really new to you because you may not have thought of it from those four P's and like actually being like, like taking it from an analysis standpoint, you might've just always been kind of be like, Oh, I'm just going to teach this, but not really thought about all of the extra steps that you need to be considering. And also guys, this is where, again, we, the reason for this five day challenge is to help you guys oh. get clarity. Okay. So we want to make sure that you are not only, we don't want to just be giving you information. This is going to help you all the work that Amanda did yesterday with the niche, the, this work here, it's going to help you uncover the program that you can teach. Um, because again, we see people all the time in this space in the fitness, nutrition, wellness, health space. And they're like, I'm going to run a seven day challenge. There is no real thought or analysis behind it. And then they get frustrated and overwhelmed and upset when it doesn't work but it also is not something that is actually in line with their business and their vision and the market and all these things. So by taking a, this, this exercise should take you literally in total, probably 20 minutes to do. Yeah. But it's, but gonna, it's so important. <laughs> it's going to uncover the topics that you can actually teach on. Because as mm -hmm. I mentioned, most, most people, and this is just human nature because we all have this imposter syndrome. Um, we think that we're not good enough, right? And we tend to think, but I'm not an expert in anything. What could I teach a program on? Like I'm just yeah. a fitness instructor or I'm just, so as you start to do these, especially this one here, what could I teach in and start to list out not only your certifications, but all of the areas that from your certifications, you've become really great in. So again, your certification is nutrition, but you've become really great at making green smoothies or healthy cooking or taking meals that were high calorie and turn them into low calorie, but still delicious. Those are all things that you can teach on, not just these generic I'm going to do a weight loss program for women. Yeah. I'm going to do a, you know, seven day detox for women. I'm going to do like, just talk about nutrition and health. No, people are not going to buy that. So this is where, as you start to dive in and you can find the stuff that you really love. Like me, I said, I'm a nutritionist and I love teaching nutrition. I love talking about nutrition, everything from the hormonal side and the enzymes like that I teach in the holistic nutrition weight loss expert program, but all the way down to how to help women make their meals still delicious and low calorie. So there's so many things that, you know what I mean? Like finding that, that flow and finding the thing that lights you up, but also that people are going to buy. All right. So I'm going to interrupt you, Laura, because we've got a few questions. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you're in the hot seat now. So from Julie, Julie's just saying like, she's taking it all in right now, but she's thinking that she's going to go with women 40 plus, And there's an addition to that. Um, been doing group fitness for older adults in two different studios. However, I'm sidelined after an ankle injury. So there's not really a question in there. I think it's more of just like a thought. She's kind of just going through the thought process of like what she could do. Do you have any suggestions for how she can kind of like take, because she's been doing older adult in-person fitness classes. How do you, how could you kind of maybe see her strategizing with coming up with a topic around that? I have some ideas, but I'd love to hear yours. Well, I definitely think number one would be doing this roadmap because yeah. if, if older fitness or um, older people's fitness is what she's been working in, if it's not part of your bigger passion, your bigger purpose, and there's other things that you can teach in, then, you know, start to uncover what that is that really lights you up. Mm -hmm. um, and especially having an injury, it's a really great time for you to be launching an online program because yeah. of course you can be launching it from and helping clients from anywhere in the world. Um, one of the other things too, that I think when it comes to creating your, for example, online programs, like I was saying, thinking about the, the actual group, do they have the purchasing power, but also are they someone who's going to be interested in a program? So if you're focusing on, let's say, old, when I say older adults, so guy, uh, Julie, I'm thinking like quite a bit older. So mm -hmm. if it's 40 plus, then correct me because 
I'm turning 40 this year and I don't think it's older, <laughs> but <laughs> I hope not. But, um, but yeah, so when I'm thinking older, um, elderly fitness, older uh, adult fitness, I'm thinking like 70 plus. Um, but as we're thinking about that from the perspective of, is that someone who has purchasing power? Also though, is this someone who's going to take an online program? Cause we're talking about bringing your business online. So many yeah. people who are in their seventies or eighties, yes, they're going to attend fitness classes and they're going to invest in person, but they might not be the people who are going to actually be investing online because they might not have the computer knowledge. So those are things we've got to take into consideration. But maybe what would be just to add on to that? Cause that's a really great thought. Um, maybe something that would be really cool to do is to actually create an online program for people with like maybe limited mobility. Like if you're used to working with people like older adults, but not focusing on that demographic specifically, but focusing on people with limited mobility, whether it be people that have past injuries or people that have maybe a lot of weight to lose or things like that, where you can develop something that is a little bit more around mobility stuff as opposed to fo and focus on a different age demographic for an online program. Okay, there's actually like quite a few questions and I wanna to get to these ones um, right away because we've got Rico, who, or Rico, Rico, I'm not sure if I say your name right, I'm sorry, um, but she's out in Singapore and so Hi. it's like midnight right now and I wanna make sure that <laughs> we get to her questions before she has to go to sleep. <laughs> um, she's like staying up to watch this, which is amazing. <laughs> so um, the first question, and then everyone, we will get to your questions. I love it. And uh, we'll get to them quickly. But first question is, what if I only have one testimonial? Do I need to give free programs to friends for more testimonials? Now, th that is something that's a great question. Um, and definitely testimonials are one of the most powerful things that you will have in your business. However, don't stress so much about having them yet, because what we're going to do is when we actually, when we move forward through the days talking about this, when you run what's called your beta test of your online program to see if it works, then what you're going to do is you're going to gather testimonials during that process. So right now for this, you know, kind of brainstorming session, even if you have one testimonial, what is that in? You know, what was the thing that, like trying to uncover your program, what was the thing that you really, um, that you really shone in with that, with that person? Was it that you got them great weight loss results? Was it that you transformed their mindset around fitness? Like starting to uncover where not only you got results for people, but where it is that you have that specialty. You know, like for example, maybe someone is really great at motivation. Maybe someone's more of like, whoa, she kept me accountable, you know, like, so trying to figure out the whole purpose of this too is to build that credibility and have your brag bank, but also to start to uncover for you where, but testimonies will get them as you start to build out your program. Awesome. Um, okay. And then the other thing, um, she actually came up with a topic idea. So she just wanted to know, I guess, your thoughts on it. So topic, create healthy habits for office ladies, 30 to 45, who are struggling with yo-yo diets and to shed off stubborn weight. I like it. It's a great starting point. We could drill it down more as we get into the That's transformation side, but this, yeah. is, this is great to start thinking about that because of course, healthy habits, we, can, we will drill that down even more, but that's a great demographic. Women who work in an office, you know what I mean? It's very specific. It's not women who work, you know, nine to five, or maybe it's women who are administrative assistants. The more focused we can get, the more targeted we can get. So that's really great for, for the nine to fives. Awesome. Um, and then just so you know, Julie responded to your question or <laughs> to what we were talking about. And she just said, thank you. Yes. Group has been 65 plus. Oh yes. I was thinking of working with women coming back to fitness or who have never done exercise. So that's perfect. Like that could be totally like your niche that you're focusing on. So you're kind of combining the two thoughts, right? Um, putting together the niche stuff. So next question, um, we'll actually comment from Louisa. Hey Louisa, what's up? Hey girl. Uh, she's like, this is so helpful. Actually. Um, once I go over the questions, I think I'll be more clear with my thoughts. And then she said, I'm writing down what I can teach and it's going to be so helpful, but what really excites me, I think is going to be the most valuable. And I agree. I think you've, you've just got to think of what fires you up. Sorry. I'm jumping in. I'm just taking you over for a second. Um, no, and that's where, and that's where guys, you know, all of this stuff too is work that Amanda and I have done within Fit Chicks and within Fit Chicks Academy as we were building things out. Because when we first got certified too, you know, we were in a place where, where many of you are, or even in your business, you might've just be teaching general fitness. And we were like, should we teach men? I trained one <laughs> male client and I literally 
was like, it was so, my body didn't even know how to react because <laughs> my coaching style is I like that personal connection and I like to talk about women's topics and women's health is my passion, right? So even though I thought I should be doing that and I could develop programs around it, it didn't excite me. So you like that emotion is so powerful also because this is your business. And like I said at the beginning, you're going to spend more time in your business than you will with most people in your lives and most things in your lives. So it's got to be something that you literally are like, yes, like I'm pumped yeah. to work on this program. I'm pumped to coach my clients. hundred um, percent. Okay. Next question. Do you think focusing on women who want children and women already with children is too much? So I guess that's a little bit more of like a niche question because it's kind of like getting focus. It, it's a niche question, but it's also a topic question. Cause of course they feed into yeah. each other. Of yeah. Um, I would say they're two different topics and two different niches because a woman who is going through the, the, the process of really wanting a child is going to have completely different emotions mm-hmm. and lifestyle focus and health focus as someone who already has children. So what I would do is you could, you know, create a program you can either create a program for both of them, but focus on one at first. And which one, which one is, are you more passionate about? So, or, and again, where have you gotten the results from? And because both markets right now are, they're both big markets. You know, there's a lot of women out there who are struggling with infertility um, specifically, or are, you know, it's, it's taking them a lot longer or they're older in age trying to have kids. There's so many different variables, but it's definitely an area where you could really focus a program on, but I would separate them out. Me too. Um, okay. Next question. I have an idea of what I want to teach, but I'm unsure how to search Google trends to see if people are searching for it. Any tips? So maybe go back to that slide, Laura, the BuzzSumo and the Reddit slide and everything, and just kind of go through that one more time. Uh, yeah. Okay. So if you go, if you actually go on to Google, so Google actually has a separate search engine called Google trends. Mm-hmm. So the best way to do it, cause, uh, Google actually has a kind of really cool search engines that are kind of secret that no one really knows about. So one of them is called Google Trends. So if you actually just type into your search bar, Google Trends, it should open up in the Google search a link to another site, to the Google Trends site. Same thing, there's something called Google Scholar. If you're looking for research for your online program too, for actual content or like to support content, Google Scholar is another one. It's all published articles. So Google's got all these really cool secret um, secret, secret tools. <laughs> but that's the best thing to do is just go in the search bar because, again, depending on country, I don't know if it has a specific um, link, but usually it's like trends.google.com or .ca, but just search to make sure, and it should come up, and then it will give you um, – you could plug in either one. Uh, sorry, plug in the different topics that you're trying to think of. Like for example, keto versus paleo. When I did that search, it was crazy how much people were searching for keto over paleo. So if I was going to be doing, you know, if I was someone who really focused on paleo, is keto something that is part of my belief system? Could I switch it to that? Or do I want to still do paleo, but with a keto twist? Like those are things that, you know, you've got to start to, to research, but it's crazy. You can see the difference in some things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I mentioned to the subreddits, if you just search in the Google bar as well, like keto subreddits, then it will come up with a list of them. Um, yeah. Same within Facebook groups, just go on and search. One thing too is of course, as we start to go, you're going to want to start to join a lot of Facebook groups that are in line with what it is that you're offering. So I just keep using keto as the example because everyone knows it and it's super easy. <laughs> but like if you were, you know, searching for keto diets and you're going to find a whole bunch of different groups that you can then join and see what they're talking about. Just don't go in there. I know we'll talk about this at some other point, but just don't go into those groups and just try to sell your stuff. No. You'll get kicked out and people will hate on you. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> Use them as a tool to either learn, to see what people are talking about, to see like, you know, what people are having problems with, where like you could focus and it'll help you kind of develop maybe your program and your ideas around your program, but don't use it as a sales tool. And then when it comes to like Google will be your best friend when it comes to all these other things, like three other people who are successfully offering programs in your niche, just start Googling. Um, and you might have to play around with what you're typing in, but you know, even for example, Amanda and I, when we were developing the fitness and nutrition expert program under Fitchicks Academy, 
we were looking at three other people or organizations who were successfully doing it. So, you know, we looked at CanFit Pro, we looked at ACE, so the American Council of Exercise, we looked at NASM. So those are, you know, looking at different organizations that are offering this or different people who are offering it. And then as you find these guys too, make sure to bookmark. So in your little bar, just put the star next to it so it goes to a bookmark because you're going to need this later on as you start to build out your program. This is great market research. Awesome. Okay. And another question from Leona. Hey, Leona. Um, it says, what if you want several niches to combine everything that you do? So for example, my niches that I want are fertility, hormone balancing, so for perimenopause and menopause and weight loss, but they kind of overlap. So I'm having trouble defining it. Yeah, this is where you're going to have to pick one. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you're going to have to pick one to start because then I know what it's like to be multi-passionate because we are extremely multi-passionate and like we want to create so many different types of programs and so many different types of things, but you're really going to confuse the client and you're going to start to get confused and you're not going to be able to provide the transformation that you're promising. Because again, yes, hormonal balance comes into weight loss. Um, you know, if you're doing hormonal balance for weight loss, but get clear on who it is you're serving. Because again, infertility versus someone who is dealing with postmenopausal hormone imbalance are two totally different people. And mm -hmm. the marketing and the development of the program are going to be two totally different things. So pick one that you're more passionate about to start. And then yeah. you can always, you know, if it's under the umbrella of women's health, you can always do something like that later on. But you want to be known for one thing, as Amanda was saying yesterday, like you want to be known when people think of Leona, what do you want to be known for? Do you want to be known as like, she is the go-to for hormonal balance or um, for weight loss? Yeah. Like, is she the go-to? For fertility or for perimenopause? Yeah. For perimenopause. Is she the go-to for healthy eating workshops for uh, keto? Like whatever it is, what do you want to be known for? Because when you start adding all these other things in, you're going to really start to dilute your message. I do think though you could, I mean like, cause you could combine, you know, like if you wanted to do specifically like hormone balancing is kind of like a thing you need to do for weight loss. Right. So you could almost kind of do it in a way of like, I do weight loss for women in menopause because that's a huge problem that you hear about all the time is women saying I'm in a menopausal state. I keep gaining weight. I don't know how to lose it. And you could do it as like, I focus on helping women who are in perimenopause or menopause lose weight. That's my specialty with hormone balancing becoming just a byproduct of doing that. You but even then I would recommend either do menopause and postmenopause or perimenopause because one is pre yeah. and one is after. So again, yeah. you're, you're talking through, because if you're going to talk to someone who's gone through it versus who has yet to go through it, you're going to talk in a different way. hundred percent. So, um, the more focus you can get, the better, but think about what you want to be known for. Okay. Those are all the questions that we had so far. Does anyone have any other questions? Well, Laura's in the hot seat. Yay. <laughs> I like being in the hot seat. I know it's fun. Okay, so the main thing is, guys, make sure you download the worksheet and start doing this work tonight. Like I said, it'll take you like 20 minutes, but you can rewatch the video on the Facebook group, but really just take the time to think about this stuff because tomorrow we're going to be going into talking about your transformation, which is essentially the core of your online program. It is the heart. It's the heartbeat of it. Okay. So right now we're still kind of working on the, you know, laying the foundation, but now we're going to dig deep. And this is what is actually going to either, you know, make your program really successful or not because the people who cannot get clear on the transformation, it's very hard to sell your programs. So do this work tonight, download the worksheet. And again, you're going to go through the four, understand the four P's. We're going to go through the steps of the roadmap narrow it down like I did with the Kelly to one to two to three topics and then run your 4P analysis against it and see which one comes out on top. And that will yeah. be the one that we will go with. And then what you can do, just shelve the other ones right now. Don't, don't, you know, cross them out because maybe down the road, those might be coming back to you or you might do a variation of them. But if this is a really important, this is all about brainstorming, right? So put the other ones to the side, but keep narrow it down to the one that, you really want to go forward with. 
Uh, okay, wait, whether, there's one more question before we jump off. I just really want to, well, not question. Pia has an amazing idea. She's like, is this too general? She just wants to know for her topic. Wellness strategies for migraine sufferers. So good. Yeah, it's, it's so good. <laughs> it's so super clear. It's huge for people. But again, what I, what I would do, and as we talk about the transformation, this will start to come clearer. So it's a great, it's a great topic to be teaching on, but yeah, when you're talking about people who are dealing with migraines, obviously there's a lot of medication out there. So it could be, you know, natural wellness strategies for migraine sufferers or to, to get over your migraine headaches, um, in a way that they know right away, okay, if I'm going to Pia and I know I'm going to get, I'm going to be able to deal with my migraine (laughs) naturally as opposed to having to go on medication. So those are things, again, that makes it super clear, but that's a great area and a great topic because there's so many people out there with migraines and if they're searching for it, you know, they don't, they want to know I'm with other people, not just with headaches, with migraines because they're very different. So it's a great topic and then we can drill it down more. Exactly. But I love it. Like, as you're getting it, like you're getting super clear and I love seeing that. That's amazing. All right. So I think that's it for questions. Louisa just said, thanks for all of this. So lovely to see you two live. It's lovely to be live with all of you. Yes. (laughs) I'm so glad that you were all able to jump in. So who, just before we jump off, I'm curious, put your hands up. Like, (coughs) (coughs) sorry, I have like this cough. Um, Put your like virtual hands up. Who is committed to doing their worksheet tonight? Who's going to do it? Like, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Oh, look at that. We've already got the hands going up. Yes. Yay. Yes. That's what I like to see, chicks. <coughs> and this right. is to say, guys, this is where, and yes. Yay. Keep raising your hands. Because, guys, this is the whole thing. Five, five, five for all of you. <laughs> is that we totally understand what you guys are struggling with or where you might feel stuck because we've been there and we've worked through it and we, we completely have walked in your shoes. So we get it. And what I can tell you, and Amanda will tell you this too, my number one piece of advice is to keep taking action, whether it be the smallest little thing, like filling out your worksheet, it is going to move the needle and get that momentum going to get you to where you want to be. So when it comes to anxiety and overwhelm, it can't go when it can only live when you're standing still. That's the only way I can kind of explain it. So when you're in motion, anxiety then becomes the energy to propel you forward. When you're standing still, that energy has nowhere to go. So it just circulates in your body. It makes you sweat. makes your heart rate. So every time I start to feel overwhelmed, just think, I've got to do something. I've got to take one small step forward because every single step will be the next brick that will start to eventually build that road to where you want to go. Okay? So keep committed. I, we love you guys. We love the energy. We totally get what it's like but this stuff is the important stuff. So fill out your worksheets. We'll see you tomorrow for the transformation, which I'm super pumped to talk about. And um, in the meantime, make sure that on this video will be still be live on the Facebook group. If you're watching the replay, leave your questions there and then we will address them in the Facebook group. But if not, we will see you tomorrow either in Zoom or in the Facebook group at 12 o'clock. Okay, guys. Mine mine kicked me out. Sorry. (laughs) Have an amazing day and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.